0: And I think Frank's uh, programmed it properly. We have our Secretary of Commerce, who is now a um, candidate for governor in the state of Maryland, Kelly Schultz. Kelly, you there. Good afternoon, Tim May. How are you? I am well. I thank you for being with us. And Frank, he's somewhat well. He's like medium well. How? Uh, <laughs> first question to you, Kelly. If you don't mind me calling you Kelly or Governor uh, Candidate Kelly, what's uh, how's the campaign going? That's a fair question.
1: You know what? I think that is a fair question. I'll say that the campaign is going fantastic. We are raising money. We've got hundreds and hundreds of volunteers across the state. I've been crisscrossing the state from Oakland to Ocean City, and uh, we're getting a very good, good, good response. People wanting to hear all about our plans, our positive uh, momentum for the state to be able to continue to move forward. A safe community, strong educational system, and a
0: prosperous economy. So it's going really well. What are the uh, what issues are people bringing to you that they're up, obviously as a Marylander, as Frankie would say, as Frank would say, a lot of questions. Our taxing situation it, it, is the. This is something I, I would think, I would hope people will be bringing up to you or all candidates for governor. Um, something that affects everyone: taxing and and the cost of goods. Obviously, is going crazy. Are there plans that you have or that you have the stance that you've taken? Of course, nobody likes taxes, but is, is that being brought to you often?
1: Well, it is being brought to us often, and that is the number one thing on people's minds right now. Uh, and Tim, you know, I was a single mom raising my two kids and working and trying to make ends meet and you know, working hard just yes. to bring in money. And I understand how hard it is for the working class people to be able to go out there and just try to make ends meet. It's Horrific that at this point in time with the inflation rising the way that it is and that inflation tax that the legislature passed back in 2013 that we now call the gas tax, inflation tax, um, it's causing people to choose whether to fill up their gas tanks or go to the grocery store, and it's really tough. We have to be able to make sure that hardworking Marylanders have the opportunity to prosper in their own world and not take all the money out of their pocket.
0: Another point I watched the, uh, this year the Annapolis' this session, And, uh, you know, I'm not old enough to retire, but people are, and they are not staying in Maryland because of, you know, how we tax or treat our retirees because they continue to be taxed. Is there any plans moving forward? I know there was a $1,000 tax credit or something given to seniors. Is anything else on the horizon?
1: So finally, the legislature is starting to move a little bit on this issue, but Governor Hogan has had to push them for the last seven years to get it done. And there has been some movement on the retirement tax for people's pensions and their Social Security to make sure that Maryland doesn't continue to be the highest retirement tax state in the country. And we want to be able to continue on that trend. We need to be able to make sure that the hardworking Marylanders who raised their families here, who built their businesses here, who built the communities here, have the ability to stay in Maryland past retirement and not have to move to our neighboring states or beyond. Um, it's critical for us for the success of our communities to be able to make sure that the families stay together and the communities stay together. So we're going to continue to fight for the reduction of the retirement tax, of course. Um, also for our hometown heroes, which you know about being able to support those first responders and Certainly. military and their pensions and their retirements as well.
0: That well, sounds like a plan. But I'm going to let uh, Frank give you some hard questions here, Kelly. <laughs> And Go ahead, Frank. Secretary Schultz, thanks for joining us on this uh, Earth Day. Um, thank
1: you, Frank. Happy Earth Day to you.
0: Thank you. Um, education has uh, been a big topic locally, especially in uh, Frederick County as of late. And I know you are a proponent of a uh, parental bill of rights. Can you talk a little bit about that and uh, how, how it has to do with what's making headlines locally?
1: Sure. Well, I uh, distributed my uh, parental bill of rights a few months ago to be able to make sure that everybody knows that my stance on education is such that parents have the empowerment to be able to be a part of their child's education. Right, wanting to be able to empower parents to make sure that they understand the curriculum that their, te- that, their children, that their children are that uh, their children are learning, and to be able to make sure that the schools are accountable to the parents and the taxpayers. And with that. Want to be able to make sure that the parents know what's happening, and to want to be able to make sure that the taxpayers know that um, all of our record-setting funding that's going into the schools is being spent in the way that taxpayers and parents need for it to be spent.
0: I've seen that uh, Baltimore City has has gotten itself into a mess. What they call ghost students. Uh, is there any is there, is there any way to make sure this doesn't happen throughout the throughout the state of Maryland? What I'm talking about is about 24 million dollars is went to uh, the Baltimore City schools that, uh, based upon uh, ghost students, in other words, they named how many students they had and they actually were not there. And that's $24 million that's just, you know, is there any repercussion? Is there anything that the state is going to yeah, do? Yeah,
1: isn't, isn't that a shame, Tim? Yeah, I mean, yeah. how, how disturbing that the school systems don't have accountability and transparency to the government entities and to the taxpayers that are actually giving them the funds. It is disheartening at the very least to say that the school system would take that money out of somebody else's education. Because as soon as they're collecting that funds, that funds could be going to another classroom where another teacher needs that money to teach those kids in those hard-hit areas in Baltimore City. My plan would allow those parents to be able to remove their students from a failing school and put them into places like charter schools or different types of opportunities so that they could get the best education possible. Our students deserve it. We, as communities, have built up a great educational system, and those students should be able to be a part of that. And some of them are not, sadly, and we need to be able to give them every opportunity so that they can create their own prosperity.
0: The uh, wonderful work of Annapolis has screwed the law enforcement community big time. It's a nice way to say it, uh, with this uh, police reform or whatever law enforcement reform taking away the uh, protected rights of the police officer, so that they are subject to civil civil suit and uh, uh, public uh, you know public harassment. Once um, th- this is happening, uh, to include that we now have each county has a disciplinary board or a, a sounding board, if you will. Uh, which Where does the power come from? In, 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 does the law actually give powers to the county, to a group of civilians, to, to uh, investigate and to actually penalize? Is that something that this has happened? Uh? You
1: know, Tim, it, isn't it interesting that we live in a society like this right now? You know, we started to defund the police. Many uh, communities started to defund the police. And what they actually did is they started to devalue the purpose of the police. And that came from the defunding mechanism of that. And under my administration, we will make sure, Tim, that we treat criminals like criminals and the police officers like the heroes, because that is the heroes that serve us each and every day. And we, as a community, need to be able to put that trust and that value back to those police officers so that they don't leave their profession, so that we can continue to hire more police officers and continue to keep us through state.
0: One question that I'm not supposed to ask candidates, but uh, should you uh, not be successful in the primary, would you support the uh, party's nominee?
1: Well, you know, I, I don't deal with hypotheses or uh, hypotheticals at this point in time. I'm working for July 19th to be able to make sure that I am the party's nominee because I think that the party deserves a common-sense conservative that's going to go, and we're going to fight for everything that I know Marylanders and Fredericks are looking for, that's to be able to hit those top three issues, Tim, because this is these are the issues people are talking about to me every single day. It's
0: safety. well it's education. I, I, appreciate, prosperity. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule because I try to run you down. You're just all over the state, which is great, I guess. Um, it's going to wear you out. Not to you, but it would wear me out. And uh, <laughs> you have picked a lieutenant governor. Who is that?
1: I have picked a lieutenant governor. His name is... Jeff Wolford, he is a retired Air Force fighter pilot. He flew A-10s in our Air Force. He's now in the National Guard, uh, Air Force National Guard. as oh, a flight surgeon and uh, lives in Carroll County and raising his family. He's a really good guy.
0: And what chance do we have as Republicans, Kelly? As you know, the state is two to one Democrat. Uh, um, I know you uh, all, all candidates should be, and you especially. You have a great outlook, and uh, uh, you, you hope for the best. Uh, do we have a chance? We
1: have more than a chance, Tim. We have an opportunity, and I am so excited to be able to be a part of this opportunity because I think the vast majority of Marylanders feel that Maryland has been on a good and strong and steady path for the last seven years. We want to be able to continue to make sure that what I have been a part of for all of those seven years is creating a great workforce and creating a great business economy. We continue to flourish with that. You know, under my leadership in commerce, we were voted – Uh, We were named the most improved state for business in the nation. That was not accidental. It was intentional, being able to make sure that we start to turn that ship. And we have started to turn it. There's a lot of work to do, and I know how to get it done.
0: Well, Kelly, uh, thank you for taking time out of your days talking to Kelly Schultz, who is a candidate for governor of the state of Maryland, running the Republican primary. How uh, how does one get a hold of you, or how do we uh, learn more about well, Kelly Schultz? Well, you
1: can visit my website at kellyschultzforgovernor.com. We have lots of opportunities for people to volunteer or to learn a little bit more about my platform. Um, that's kellyschultzforgovernor.com. And would love to see some more folks out on the campaign trail, because We are crisscrossing the state every single day, and it's been a a great adventure, and it's been a lot of fun.
0: Well, thank you, Kelly. Thank you for taking time. Secretary uh, of Commerce for the State of Maryland, Kelly Schultz.